Welcome to the Food Guides Podcast, a place where sufferers of heartburn, acid reflux, and more can learn from a community of dietitians and nutrition experts. We're here with our resident dietitian, Dr. Allison Cook. Hello, Allison. Hello, Jason, and welcome everyone to the Food Guides Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about that list of foods to avoid when you first get diagnosed with acid reflux and GERD. When people are first diagnosed with acid reflux or GERD, they're provided with what we call the golden list of foods they should avoid, which is always so frustrating because it contains the good stuff. The first thing I would like to do here is go through that golden list of foods and explain why they're on the list. The second thing I would like to do is emphasize and re-emphasize over and over again that this is not a one-size-fits-all list. Each person is going to have foods that affect them differently than others, so learning how to identify your triggers is one of the most important parts of managing your condition, and from there, really finding alternatives for those foods that you enjoy eating. We're gonna start with the top eight commonly listed items on the no-go golden list. To start things off, we're gonna talk about tomatoes. This includes tomato-based products such as marinara sauce and tomato soup, which are both acidic by nature. In fact, they contain two types of acids, malic and citrus. So between 30 to 50% of reflux sufferers complain of symptoms when they eat tomato-based products. This is likely because those acids promote acid production in the stomach during digestion, but they also irritate the esophagus with reflux, enhancing that feeling of heartburn. Next on the list, we have citrus fruits and juices. This includes pineapple, oranges, grapefruit, lemon, and limes. And that's why these are recommended to be avoided because they have such a high acid content. Now, if you are someone who finds that these higher acid citrus fruits are triggers for you, it's still so important to get your fruits in because we don't want anyone to develop scurvy, which is a vitamin C deficiency pirates used to get. So a few low acid fruit options are watermelon, cantaloupe, honeydew, and pears. So next up we have coffee and tea. Now these I'm super passionate about discussing. In fact, I have an article on the foodguides.com site about GERD and coffee right now. Coffee and tea are on the list because they are stimulants and stimulants may relax your lower esophageal sphincter. But there are also low caffeine and low acid coffee options and caffeine-free herbal teas. So black and green teas are usually less acidic than coffee but we have some low acid decaffeinated coffee choices on the Food Guide site that have been successful with introducing coffee back into the lives of some acid reflux GERD sufferers. And again, it's all about that individuality when it comes to your triggers. The next food that we're going to discuss is peppermint. And this is on the list because again, it can relax that lower esophageal sphincter. And I'm truly interested to see what our community has to say about their experience with peppermint as a trigger, because it has been making a lot of headway in research with irritable bowel syndrome for its therapeutic effects. Now on to carbonated beverages. So your stomach is a muscle that can expand as you put more volume into it. When you are drinking beverages that are carbonated or fizzy, I like to describe it as you're blowing up your stomach balloon. 
These bubbles from the carbonation create a bloating, which increases pressure on your lower esophageal sphincter, and that causes acid reflux. This is why drinking between meals is suggested if you are drinking carbonated drinks, or you can choose non-carbonated beverages such as water or decaf iced tea. These are better choices. Carbonated beverages also brings me to our next commonly listed item, alcohol. So alcohol can be a double-edged sword for reflux sufferers because it does two things. It relaxes the lower esophageal sphincter and it stimulates acid production in the stomach. Also, if it's carbonated, you have the triple down for increased pressure in the abdomen. So we're going to be discussing some alcohol options on the food guide site in the near future, but this always makes me think of the first meal I had with my in-laws because my father-in-law, who's a brilliant, loving man, he is one of those GERD sufferers who has always followed this golden list to AT. And I remember he ordered an O'Doul's, which is an alcohol-free beer with dinner. And he also got a separate glass. And when he got the bottle of O'Doul's, he poured it in the glass and then stirred it until all the carbonation came out so he could drink it. And just as a dietitian, I was fascinated because that's the first time I'd ever seen anybody do that. Coming in at number seven is fried fatty and spicy foods. So fried and fatty foods are on the list because they delay your stomach emptying time. And this causes your stomach to produce more acid. They can also prevent the lower esophageal sphincter from fully closing. So that's another situation where your acid reflux and heartburn are occurring. And when it comes to spices, much of the evidence confirms that spicy foods tend to make you feel the effects of acid reflux more than being the actual cause of it. So if the spices are paired with a high fat food item, such as fried chicken wings or hot sauce on some chili cheese dogs, it might actually be the fat content that has you feeling the burn later. But of course, you have to look at some common reflux triggers in the spicy spice category, including black pepper, cayenne pepper, chili pepper, curry, mustard, cloves, and nutmeg. Last but not least on our eight commonly listed trigger foods is chocolate. So chocolate is listed because it, unfortunately, has all sorts of trigger potential. It contains caffeine, which is a stimulant. Chocolate itself makes us happy when we eat it. Therefore, we release the happiness hormone serotonin, which also causes our lower esophageal sphincter to relax. And chocolate often contains fat, which again slows digestion. Now white chocolate, although it contains little to no caffeine, also contains fat. So again, this is one of those foods that should be eaten in moderation and will not affect everyone, but it does have a lot of factors working against it. So those are your eight most commonly listed no-gos for acid reflux and GERD. I hope you all have a better understanding of why they are listed. I also wanted to note that garlic and onions have made their way onto some of those lists as well as triggers for reflux, probably because there are high FODMAP foods. That probably has something to do with it. And of course, you can find so many acid reflux and GERD-friendly foods on foodguides.com. Thanks for listening to the Food Guides podcast. Please take some time to visit us at foodguides.com, where you'll find articles and information along with food and product recommendations from our growing community of dietitians and nutrition experts. 
Also, be sure to follow and like our social channels at Food Guides Help on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember, if you are having trouble finding answers to your nutrition issues, let our expert community know.